Back to oysters, clams, and cockles. This is another uh, listener email edition. I'm here with Veronica Ruck. Hello. And Barrett Dudley. What's going on? And I'm Ross Bolin. Um, be sure to subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcast uh, provider, uh, and, and and give us a, a five star rating and leave a review. Tell all your friends that watch Game of Thrones to uh, listen to the show as well. All right, so let's get into some listener emails. First one is from Jake B. Jake B says, All right, so Arya is selfish as fuck. She totally killed Jockin's intern and pieced the fuck out with no two weeks' notice. These faceless gods, these faceless god guys have been going strong for what I would assume to be a super long time, and she just gives Jockin a metaphorical axe to the dick and leaves without so much as, a, as using a paper towel to clean up the blood trail she made. I want to see what Jockin does after Arya forces her resignation. He's got to be like, fuck, man. How am I supposed to find someone else? I can't be killing people, skinning them, and running the books. His business is going to tank next quarter, and he's going to take on some seriously unhealthy habits to cope with the stress. <laughs> Not to, what the fuck? Not to mention it's going to be impossible getting investors with what I would assume is going to be a one-man operation when it was shoddy with two employees. Like, have you seen how many candles are in the House of Black and White? You think Jockin's going to light all of those alone? Hell no. <laughs> that guy probably hasn't lit a candle in 10 years. Fuck Arya. She's the reason small businesses fail. Jake B. Thanks, Jake, for Jake, that in-depth analysis. Jake, Jake is the champion of small business, and that was a great email. It was a great email. I don't really... Are there any questions in there? There was not a single no, question. No, that, that was just a hot take. He was just trying to... Show us he's funny. Yeah, we just had to include that because it was because Jake B is a funny guy. But while we're on Arya, let's just talk about a couple of things. One thing that I didn't mention in the last episode was, <clears throat> or on our last podcast, when when we got to the House of Black and White and we saw the blood trail, one of the things that I thought to myself was, oh, maybe she's just drinking out of that crazy water pool and that's how she healed herself. And I don't yeah. think I don't think I mentioned that, but I, I fully expected her to be sipping on that on that health water. Is um, that what that is? Does it heal you? Maybe it's just it, magic maybe it water. Can. Yeah, be- because it could also kill you. Well, and but when, when she walks out of the house of black and white, like she seems one hundred percent fine. Right at that point, I don't know. I thought she was just like hopped up on adrenaline. Maybe I don't know. <clears throat> I, she, I think. W- I think the show especially kind of glosses over the the fact that she is being extremely well trained in all sorts of arenas at this place, right? Like potions and elixirs and poison and magic and like all this bullshit. So, you know, that's one of the things. That, maybe just keep that in mind when you're like, how is she surviving those brutal stab wounds? She's, yeah, we, we, she's just got the shit kicked out of her for months and months and months, right? 
there was a lot of complaining, a lot of complaining about how is Arya healed so fast, etc. And I think that is the implication that her training and her kind of powers that she has developed at this place, yeah, go far beyond just the taking a bow staff to the face right. or whatever. I was thinking that she was still shitty. She just was keeping it together for that moment. That's kind of I don't know, dude. She seemed I mean, maybe totally not. fine. She's yeah. gonna waltz out of there. I know that's oh. like when the, you hear those like mothers lift cars off their kids in the moment. Yeah. That's like how I took it. There and were, she's gonna be struggling again. When we we got emails next. that were like, when you take three stabs to the gut like that, like you get infected. To the it was just like, come on, ah, blah blah. <laughs> All right, we got one from Jr. Is it just me, or does it not seem like Cersei getting convicted of incest completely fucks any claim Tommen has to the Iron Throne? since that would essentially make him a bastard in the eyes of the people. Also, all right, so let's address that first. Yes. Yeah, fully. Yeah, I, I, How is that not something that, like, the High Sparrow or anyone has, has addressed? Right, I, I, I thought about that, or actually I, I thought about that because I saw that, a, that question posed online somewhere as well. Yeah. So I, I guess they could, they could try her for that, and th- that doesn't... That doesn't mean that she didn't bear That's a child for That's what I was going to say. She could have been like getting it with right. both of them. Like I don't think that there's any way to prove. I don't think they have. I don't, I'm pretty sure they don't have uh, paternity tests in Westeros. Well, other than the fact that the he DNA. has that golden hair the same way. Uh, yeah. The hair thing on the show holds no weight. Remember in the first season when they had dyed all their hair terribly blonde? Like Tyrion has the worst <laughs> hair. In the first few episodes. I don't remember. Um, I'll have to go back and look. Oh, dude. It'll it'll make you gag. He looks gross. But uh, mm-hmm. they kind of let it go. Like, over mm-hmm. time, they were like, eh, fuck the and blonde hair. And now we hair. know. Yeah. Um, keeping on JR's email. Also, are we sure the dragons are still down there? Meaning the basement area. Because they could have just left after Tyrion released them. Tyrion released them and be flying all over Essos. Who knows? I mean, yeah, that's a good point. We just don't know. We don't know anything about the dragons. They could be down there. They could be gone. Who the fuck knows? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, <laughs> I think we spent at least five minutes on our last podcast yeah. talking about that basement where the dragons and, are. and about that, yeah, about that dungeon. And we, like Ross said, we just don't know. I mean, Tyrion let them out of their chains and we don't know if they're just chilling down there in a cavern I or like if they yeah, got out. I don't out. know. Just the five worst minutes of the podcast. <laughs> Dan was like, please, this is my moment. Our guest got bored. Yeah, I'm so <laughs> bored with this. But it, it, when it comes to the, the Cersei being convicted of incest thing, like something is going to happen there. Maybe it will be that she admits that Tommen is not Robert Baratheon's child to rid him of his crown. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. There's going to be some play from somebody. But is there, I mean, I don't know, unless that would be dangerous for Tommen. Like, I feel like that can't be good to be this incest child. I don't oh, know. Oh, it's not good for him at all. Right. So I don't think she would want to put him in harm's way. He just completely herself. betrayed her, though. That part, that scene where so, he's walking out of the throne room and she's looking over like, you got to be kidding me. Yeah, but sometimes you go like a month without calling your mom. She still loves you. I just feel like, I, I don't know. I think it's. I don't think if I went a month without calling my mom, she would still love me. <laughs> I really don't. Well, your mom loves you less than mine loves me then. I get, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> mom, if you're listening, I love you. <laughs> all right, we got an email from Rick. Hey, all. Hey, Rick. So I have a theory on why we don't see some characters like the Blackfish die. 
I think it might be as simple as the fact that the actor who dies has no idea how to wield a sword. I wanted to see the Blackfish cut down some Lannisters, but I think the actor just doesn't have the skills to put on a good show like Arthur Dane did. It's a bummer because I know we're supposed to not believe anyone is dead until we see it on screen, but I think we're at the point where the show has run out of actors who can sword fight. Again, a total bummer, but we might be getting more off-screen deaths. Interesting theory from Rick. And I, I, that honestly could be part of the reason some actors die off-screen. Yeah, but then uh, on, on w- one of the uh, responses on the forums that I, that I saw, that actor is like a badass British actor that plays in yeah. some other stuff and is like awesome. Yeah, and he so, was like pretty good at a bow shit. and arrow. And I just feel like I, I honestly I don't know. think you can learn how to do that shit. It's not a real sword. His his if they had shown his sword fight was Arthur Dane Sir Barristan uh, Selmy. Is that who Arthur Dane was? The guy. No, who was Arthur about? Dane is isn't an actor's name. It's a character. Oh. He's the dude who whips out dual swords at the Tower of Joy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was awesome. What's his Sword of the Morning. Sword, yeah. The Sword of the Morning. That's right. Okay. So, um, but Barristan Selmy, the, you know, old badass knight who was a king's guard who was right, serving right, as an right. advisor to Daenerys, he dies in, like, you know, a glorious sword fight. Maybe that's why. Maybe they just didn't want, like, another older, cool character to go out the exact same way. Maybe it would have seemed redundant. Yeah, that, that yeah. could absolutely or, be it too. Or I'm, I'm telling you, I'd say, I mean, I think it's like 75% that the Blackfish is dead, but I'd say there's a solid 25% chance that Blackfish yeah, is dead. Yeah, my thought, dead. if if that's the case, it's like some kind of, I don't know, uprising would be happening like against Jamie and Edmure, like, and they're just wanting him to think the Blackfish is dead and they're secretly protecting him. I don't think it's like... Or, he's going to come back to life. I think it would be some kind of protection thing. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, he's totally dead. Don't or worry maybe, about him. maybe he escaped and the Lannister army was like, yeah, it was like, yeah. shit, we let the Blackfish escape again. We can't tell him. But like, he outright says that he's not leaving. I am not. I've already escaped. I've already run once. I right. ran at the Red Wedding. I'm not going to run again. That's true. Yeah, he's probably dead. He's probably dead. I think if he's alive, it's like they're they're lying. To if him, they though. had left it without the part where that guy comes up and says the black, we found the blackfish, and he's like, "Good, bring him to me," and he's like, "Oh, well, we fucking killed him." If they didn't show that part, I would have one hundred percent been on. Oh, he's alive, and he's hanging in the castle, like just like taking dudes out one by one as he can, like in the shadows. Yeah. Well, it, yeah, and I, I definitely agree. It's it's weak that we didn't get that that they basically robbed us of two sweet fights in this last episode. I mean, secretly though, he knows that castle pretty well. There's like hidden passages and shit. He could be lurking in them, you know. Yeah, and maybe that one Lannister soldier was just there. scared. Yeah. Didn't want to tell Jamie. Yeah. Got another email from Pat. Hey OCC, this isn't really a theory or anything, I guess, but just something I've observed. Arya Stark's storyline is literally Batman. A really rich and important family, parents get murdered, travels the world, trains with some assassins, doesn't like the assassins, so she leaves, at, leaves after fucking some shit up and goes home. Just throwing that out there. Yeah, that's the plot of Batman. Yeah, 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 yeah you know that. Batman. Um, also, what do you guys think is going to happen with that naval invasion going on at Marine? Like, sure, the dragons could just burn the hell out of all the ships, but Danny needs ships, so I'm wondering if they find some way to defeat the Masters and take their ships. I'm thinking... I'm. I'm thinking the Greyjoys come up behind them, I, I, I and think, then they take all those ships. Yeah, I think the Greyjoys show up and help. 
And there's like a and then, battle. Also, let's just say Drogon's out there. Yeah. Maybe even all three dragons. Well, at least what, he is. We've what, seen yeah, him so out there. So couldn't Drogon just like torch five ships and then be like, do you all want to die? Yeah. Or do you just want to give us all these ships now? He just starts talking. <laughs> like the dragon in Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yeah. But the, I mean, that you could be like, we're going to burn all of you alive. That's or ma- how much in control is Drogon of himself and how much in control is Daenerys It of seems him? like very little. Like she's gotten more and more... They've developed their relationship where they, yeah. I, I feel, you know, she's ridden him. Um, is that the right word? Ridden yeah, him? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ridden him around or whatever. But back in the day, she had like no control over Right, and they, they were out just like killing kids. And even as recent as like last season at the end when he comes in and saves her and flies off on her, he gets snappy with her. Like he snaps at her when she's like, come on, like stop eating. We have to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's, she's definitely, she's still learning. For sure. So what do they operate through, like, telepathy? Like, I don't get it. I don't know, but I sure as hell don't think like that... He doesn't speak English. It's not a situation where he's going to set a few ships on fire, and then she could be like, all right, that's enough. Now, <laughs> let's have a discussion. Like, he's going to be burning things if he's going to be burning I things. I don't know. She, remember how she can say Dracarys? Yeah. And, yeah, that was right. tight. But and I mean, that's like if you think, like, a lights, dog, you can teach them a few words, yeah. they understand. Has she only used that once? Yeah, I think so. I no, I think more than once. Because she would do it when she's playing around with them with the food. Like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think that's when she was like, training them It was the only time she's used it as a battle. weapon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was cool. Um, I don't know what's going to happen in Marine. I'm, I'm pretty... That's like one of the areas of the show right now that I'm totally... I don't have any theories at all. I don't, I don't know. I, I wonder if... <laughs> I wonder if she's just going to pack it up over there. Be like enough of this. Yeah, show. let's get to what. Let's get to Westeros. Well, that would be really frustrating because we all wish she would have done that like three <laughs> seasons ago. Well, but she didn't have the entire Dothraki Legion. That's with true. Her. But still, the slave area over there in Slavers Bay it just seemed like. Doesn't she have bigger fish to fry? Right. Got an email from Carly. Hey guys, what do you think of the possibility of Tommen being in on Marjorie's long con? Marjorie is never going to just allow her brother to get a regular trial because she knows he will be found guilty. Do you think the two of them are just setting up a normal trial and then are going to have the Tyrell army come in and ambush the faith? It seems pretty unbelievable that he is really that stupid and gullible. I don't think he's in on it. I don't think he is either. We kind of talked about this already. Um, I just wanted to touch on it again because it does seem like there's some serious... There's three people, right? There's Cersei, Marjorie, and Tommen, who all have a lot to lose or gain based on what happens with this trial situation. And Loris. But Loris is just broken in a dungeon. Of Marjorie, that's a I good that's say. a good point about Loris though that I hadn't thought about. Like Mar- Marjorie is is, is obviously in some type of long con here and what she's gotta have a plan for her brother. Right. I'm sure she does. So, I don't think though that Tommen's in on it because he wouldn't be like yeah okay well let my mom get all fucked up and then save Lord like that's clearly going to be Marjorie's mm-hmm. plan and I don't think Tommen would agree to that I think Tommen's just a puppet of the high sparrow for at this sure point. yeah yeah and Marjorie whoever has I think both of them which you know going back to the to one of the the emails earlier I, I don't think that the high sparrow would want Tommen to not be king because right. now now he's got as much power as he's right. ever had ever right right because he's got that's true Tommen <clears throat> so yeah, he needs I, him. I'm pretty sure that they could convict Cersei and basically 
just not connect it to Tommen. Yeah. 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 And I don't think if there was a way, you're right, because unless he has a way to do that, I don't think he would do this trial, right. period. Right. Even knowing about the mountain. Yeah. Um, anyway, got another one from Matt C. I have a theory about the mystery horseman in the trailer for the Battle of the Bastards. All right, so what he's referring to is we got an email from a listener with screen caps from the next week on Game of Thrones preview, which we put up on our Twitter. Uh, Clams and Cockles is our handle on Twitter. And it's a it's a photo of this battle going on, and there's three shadowed figures of horsemen in the background. So that's what he's talking about. I believe that the onlookers are whoever Sansa sent the letter to, little finger in the Lords of the Vale, in parentheses, and that they're going to pull a similar stunt as Tywin and Loras did at the Battle of Blackwater Bay. I think those riders are a few knights of the Vale who will signal a charge so that the rest of their army rushes the Boltons from behind to fuck them in the ass, as Bronn so eloquently puts it. This is going to turn the tide of the battle, which doesn't seem to be going well for Sansa and Jon by the looks of the trailer. This move secures a stark victory so that Winterfell can finally be ruled by its rightful lords again until the White Walkers come to fuck everybody's day up. Yeah, I mean, I think it's pretty much assumed at this point that those riders on the hill are not White Walkers, mm-hmm. right? Because they'd have to get through the wall with Bran, and that would be a massive part of the story that <laughs> yeah. they just glossed over. Um, so, yeah, I think the odds are that it's either... Little fingers sitting up there with a couple other people, maybe deciding when to when when their best time to jump in is, or it could be uh, Bran and or I'm sorry, not Bran. It could be uh, Bron. Bron. I don't know. Bron. I don't know. I don't know why you said Bran, and I was like, maybe you mean Bron. I don't know. My head's all foggy. I, I don't know. Medicine. I'm on medicine. I'm sick. I have I no prediction sick. for who that those are, and I don't, don't really care. I guess. I, yeah. I mean, <laughs> Littlefinger could basically watch and then kind of pull a Tywin Lannister and basically just pick the side that looks like it's going to win. Right. Yeah. I'm a little concerned with what he's going to do. It seems like he's in the best possible spot. I, I'm. I am. I am extremely concerned with the Battle of the Bastards. I'm. Yeah. I, I am. Yeah, you are. I'm shook. I'm worried. I, I do not think it is going to go well for the Starks. You think this is the point in the season where we all get broken emotionally? The thing is, we keep, that keeps happening. It's got to stop happening eventually. I just, I, I don't know. Here's I mean, another, here's another good point from uh, one of our listeners. His, I don't know why he, was, he signed on with his Twitter handle. It's Bert underscore McGirt. Uh, that says, so say the Starks win the battle. What's to stop Littlefinger from taking Winterfell for himself? He can basically uphold his oath to protect Sansa through marriage, and if she declines, he can just take out the Starks entirely. Um, Bran is still roaming north of the Wall somewhere, but him becoming the Three-Eyed Raven, his place is not at the seat of his house anymore. And Rickon is for sure one of the flayed people in the middle of the battlefield. <laughs> and if you don't know what he's talking about, again, he's referring to the preview of next episode. You s- there are people flayed on like big cross thingies, mm-hmm on fire in the middle of this battlefield. Uh, anyway, to continue with the email, sick fuck, Ramsey. Littlefinger reminded Sansa the last time they spoke in Molestown that the Vale and the North allied and it took, they took down one of the greatest dynasties ever known. If Sansa does agree to marry Littlefinger, is she going to be able to convince him the real fight is against the White Walkers? Would Littlefinger even want the Iron Throne at this point, assuming Cersei doesn't burn the shit out of it? Does he want the Iron Throne? I think so. 
I think yeah. he's pretty much he's admitted to wanting everything, mm. all of the things he wants them all. Okay. Um, remember that that hot scene where uh, he's teaching the new hooker how to like please a client, basically, and there's two yeah. chicks getting it on on like the couch, and he's just like watching, like like. Well, but he's take, watching, like, doing his like work, and just like, yeah, you're terrible. At and this. he gives this incredible monologue. Um, but in one way or another, it's addressed like, what do you want? And one of them's like, well, what do you want, my lord? And he's like, everything. And it's, it's tight. <laughs> you just wanted to bring up that scene? <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to bring up that scene and relive it in my head a little. Um, but I don't know. My, my worry with Littlefinger is that he can pick his side. There is no reason that he has to be on the Stark side or the Bolton side. But what about like... The people, the common people. I feel like you still got to do a little, like, good by them a little bit, or they could rally. I feel like the people still like the Starks, the Northmen. Uh, here's like, or is, or am I, I wrong? I think it's kind of an ongoing theme of Game of Thrones that we're not even paying attention to the little people, right? That like peasants that, do that, not matter. Yeah, that all or or that or that they're being so overlooked. Right. That they probably right. actually will have something to do with it in the end because all this that's sh- what I, yeah, all this politics that we pay attention to that that nothing, makes the meat right. of the show like the the little people don't give a shit about all that and we like, got that shout out that they are literally so in the dark and everything's so twisted but I think something like that like this battle going on and then Littlefinger just out of nowhere being like well I own Winterfell like the people will be like nah no you don't like I could just see him doing something horrible i mean here's here's another you know kind of classic little finger quote i don't know you'll probably remember this one chaos is in a pit chaos is a ladder chaos is a ladder many who try to climb it fail and never get to try again the fall breaks them and some are given a chance to climb they cling to the realm or the gods or love only the ladder is real the climb is all there is that's I, i think he just wants to climb right I, I don't really. I think he, I think he enjoys like the, the journey far more than the destination. Like the chase you know, of power. Yeah. What happened? I mean, that's the 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 problem with people who live that way is once you get to the yeah the end of the climb, then you're miserable. Right. Because what you else? have no ambition. Yeah. You have nothing else to do. Sorry. What? No. I don't remember what I was going to say. Well, so you, just, you made the noise of I know. that announced Sorry, yourself I didn't as notice. going to talk. I I know. I didn't mean to. <laughs> We got an email from Veronica's brother, Alex. Oh, my God. <laughs> Alex is back. He says, I'll keep this week's email short <laughs> because last week we didn't read it because it was too long. Um, who has the better one-liners? Braun, Tyrion, or the Hound? Ooh. I'm going to say... Braun. Man, that's really it's tough. It's hard. It, not the Hound. It's between Braun and Tyrion. See, it's not fair because they've got the same writers. All three of those guys. So they're See, all I, executing yeah. awesome lines. I would go between Braun and Hound for one-liners. So then for I one-liners, think we have to settle yeah. on Ty- Tywin, Tywin's is more... Tyrion. I, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. Tyrion's is more, more like... more like crafted and yeah, poetic. More, yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's why I was thinking Braun. They're a little more crude. Yeah, I don't know. I can't they're more make, outright I can't funny. I think, I think straight up one-liner, I gotta go the Hound. I think I, I I think I have to. I think too. Braun is really? I think Braun has great wit and his his lines are some of my most favorite. But just straight up like one liner, 
I mean, your I shit at dying. Yeah, I don't how find does, the how hound that? like that. Okay, I feel like the hound is like accidentally funny though. Bron's like trying to be great. a little yeah. jokester. You're right. See, right. the hound so. is just naturally, it's like a comedic presence that is, it's like unintentional comedy. Right. 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 Like he's a sicko. But I think that's why I like <laughs> Bron more. He's just like a funny guy that... Your I, brother I, went with Bron. <sighs> All in the family. <laughs> Alright, next question from Alex. Who has better <laughs> kill scenes, the hound or the mountain? I mean, the mountain's kill scenes are terrifying at least the hound in the recent seasons has been killing bad people the hound has more there he's he has more quantity yeah. but also a yeah. lot of quality but the only ones we've seen the mountain do are the most horrifying like <laughs> right. they mostly involve heads exploding or popping yeah. off yeah you want to weigh in there veronica um, on the violence i'm not that into any of the like Women. i don't like watching it i know but i would say the hound i think they're because they're less brutal mm. so your brother also went with the hound. Man, <laughs> I'm going to call him after you, this. You give Alex a call after this. <laughs> I'm going to. Tell him how much you care. <laughs> <laughs> I got an email from Megan. I don't think that Arya and Jockin's initial meeting on the way from King's Landing to the Night's Watch was pure coincidence. I think that it is entirely possible that Sirio, Pharrell, and Jockin are the same person. No. God, the Sirio <laughs> shit just will Dude, not people stop. just won't let him die. because we like him so much. Maybe Arya's initial training started with Sirio back in the day. Then after he was killed, in quotes, we never saw the fight or a body. By Sir we Marin only saw Trant. him fighting with a wooden sword against 500 <laughs> guys. But yeah, he's well, probably he, No, fine. it was like four guys, and he killed three of them, and there was only one left. He was just really big. Sir Marin Trant. And he had no sword yet left at that point. Well, whatever. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's, that's pretty much the end of the email. We'll just stop it there. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. She also asks, I don't think this is the last we'll be seeing of the faceless man, but what do you guys think? I don't think Cyril Pharrell and Jockin are the same person. I don't either. No. But I don't... And it would seem almost ridiculous to bring him back as a character at this point. Cyril? Like, ha I'm alive! Yeah, it doesn't... It's been five seasons. He wasn't important enough no, to he was, be... He was, he was just, just like a nice friend to Arya. He was a good right. character. I think, I think his presence just like sparked the like anger in her and i well, feel like that was his importance well and the, the, the ability to fight as well right. that's yeah. her, her, her yeah, first teacher but I don't, it was her dancing master i don't think yeah there's no reason for him to come back other than he was just nice and pleasant mm-hmm. and we like him I, I do think i agree that we're not completely done with the faceless men i, I agree because we're not yeah. completely clear on what they are. Jockin like. is a, is is awesome. He's J- a great character. Let me, I'll just give you a, a like. I'll give you guys a little bit of a book spoiler slash side note that kind of lends itself to the fact that we're probably not done with them. Do it in the book. When when Arya is training at the House of the Black and White, it's not even with Jockin. It is with oh, really? quote the kindly man and the waif. And all this is not confirmed, but all signs point to Jacquin being at the Citadel for some reason or another. Hmm. So the fuck? Yeah. So like, I have no recollection of that. You read the book, and Barrett Ross has read the book and has have, no recollection. I just of go. It, and I go. Barrett has not. I go on deep. I go on deep dives, though. I go on. I go on deep dives, and I know it's just funny. Yeah. That you Ross know. is like, what? <laughs> no way, bro. <laughs> Tell me more. That's so tight. But I really so need to so so you know, it isn't. Isn't Sam, that's where he's planning on going, yeah. is the Citadel, yeah. right? Yes. Yeah, so I, I definitely, I think that 
somewhere down the line, Jacquin will be important again. You don't think we'll see Sam again until next season, right? I do not. I don't think so either. Yeah, I would be surprised if we saw him. We only have two left, right? right. now. Yeah. God damn, it's going to be so depressing. All right, I got another email from Graham. I just thought of some shit that has me equally aroused and terrified. Do you guys think Hodor will come back as a fucking White Walker? That would be lit. I, we've already talked about this shit. I just thought it was a funny email. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, he could. Why wouldn't he? Yeah, I don't know. Logically, he should. It's It would be lit. All right, we got one from Ray. Sirs, does not address you. Um, <laughs> All right, I'm going to say this, this one out just for me and Barrett. Sirs, I think we're going to see Ramsey kill either Davos or Tormund. Jon Snow is going to see this happen, and then we'll see Jon and Ramsey fight. I would say he kills Tormund because Davos has said many times he can't fight for shit, and I don't think he'll make it that far into the battle. So this guy is saying he thinks Davos dies early in the battle in an insignificant way, and then Tormund and Ramsey end up in a face-off that Jon somehow sees. He does note, however... That Davos will give a dope pep talk beforehand. <laughs> like one of those, like a classic battle scene where he's laying on the ground dying and he says something to John. I'm thinking he like, you know how in Braveheart before that battle, uh, Mel Gibson gives that awesome speech, gets everybody riled up, they ride into battle and like kick the shit out of him. Uh-huh. It's like that, except Davos gives the awesome speech and then they ride into battle and he immediately gets murdered. <laughs> You keep referencing all these boy movies, and I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. You've never about. seen Braveheart? No, I never. Braveheart's, I been, Braveheart's like an all-time, that's, a, that's an all-time great. It's still There's a, a love movie. story involved. I feel like it's a still a boy movie. Until everything goes horribly No, that's a, that's a boy movie. Yeah. Sure, I've been whatever. single for like 10 years, so I haven't seen any boy movies. I just I don't know. There's a there's a lot that could happen. We got there's a lot at play too. We got the Red Witch, who John says basically. I think we're all calling her a witch now. The the Started Red Woman. Don't, the Red Woman. Sorry. No, uh, he's, I like her. As he a says, witch. "Do not resuscitate. Do not re- do not bring me back yes. if I go." We got there's one scene in the preview where Davos it, Davos it looks like he's at some burn site, and I don't know if that's gonna maybe he's gonna fi- find out about Shireen. Yeah, I don't know what the hell that was about. He's he's off somewhere as By the himself, battle starts. Yeah. Like he's yeah, kind of like meditating, or I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm just like I said, I'm super worried about everything that's gonna happen in this so, in this battle. I don't remember if I read this someplace or if this was an email that you forwarded to. Uh, me and Barrett, but I saw somebody say something like, um, Ramsey is going to try to burn John. <clears throat> Stop. Stop in my tracks. We have another email from Dan H. <laughs> <laughs> Probably the one you're referencing. <laughs> oh, real quick before I forget, one of our emails that it's not on the list that it didn't make the cut uh, references the red woman as a gilf. <laughs> And I'm going to refer to her as the GILF from now on. Anyway, from Dan H. Finally, because it is Game of Thrones, blah, 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 blah. Okay, Jon Snow is going to be stabbed by Ramsay before the Battle of the Bastards. Look at the trailer for next episode. You see Davos and Tormund fighting in a battle atmosphere. Not Jon, nor Ramsay for that matter. My guess, since we will be so much at the beginning of the season, that since we got so much at the beginning of the season that made us happy, Jon will meet Ramsay before the battle as their armies stare at each other. Jon will turn his back or something. In, in true Ramsay fashion, he will stab Jon in the back. Why? Because Game of Thrones, much like my favorite sports teams, loves to give me hope that something good will happen, only to violently rip it away. That's not what you were referencing. Um, no. 
Not even at all. But I thought it was, and this <laughs> next one is the one. Do we have anything to talk about with Dan H's well, email? Well, re- read both, and then we'll, we can address okay. it all. Yeah, I feel like we can put this it together. This one's from Gary, the guy from last week, but it is pronounced Jerry, and he does confirm that here. <laughs> from Jerry, G-E-R-R-Y. Crazy theory, a friend proposed to me that I had to share with you guys. The Battle of the Bastards happen, and Jon Snow slash the Starks lose. Ramsay decides to make Jon suffer, and instead of killing him on the spot, burns him at the stake. They light the fire and let it burn out, but after it burns out, and in the midst of the ashes, Jon steps out and lives. And it is revealed that he is indeed a Targaryen. How fucking dope would that be? Pretty dope. Cheers, Jerry. The dopest. Dan, Jerry. Sorry, I, I couldn't remember where I read it. If it was like someplace. No, it's fine. I mean, we emails. probably got like 15 that mentioned that. We just gave Jerry the nod because... Because we mispronounced his long name time, last week. long time listener, Jerry. Yeah, I could see I something like that. that happen. That would be so see, cool. See, here's the thing. Not all Targary- Targaryens are impervious to fire. Right. Right. This theory omits that fact. Just the dragon, who we've already confirmed is... is uh, is there, there more than one dragon, though? I thought there was only one dragon, and you don't want to wake the dragon, is what her dickhead brother said about a thousand times. Yeah, well, her dickhead brother was probably just saying that because he was using that as his power that he was. Oh, the I know. I pictured it like a um, like a gene that like Some you could either get, get or you don't, like blue eyes or you know something like that. Yeah, yeah. Like you well, can get if, the dragon, if, or maybe you don't. You and never if Rhaegar. Know. Passed it down to Daenerys, then he could he conceivably pass, it, pass yeah. it down to John as well. If if good point, good point. If R it's plus possible. L equals that's how J. I that's how I interpreted it. That it's just like I don't know the hitchhiker's thumb. Like maybe you get it. You don't know the hitchhiker's thumb. Yeah. Okay, you don't remember this from like ninth grade biology? No, but you got to explain it to us now. No, it's just like it's like a recessive gene that you can get your thumb to. Your thumb tilts backwards like a hitchhiker? Like, yeah, a full... Do I have it? Yours is like a little, but not full. Like a little... No, there's no. some that are like... Goes, in, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are really yeah. I know, crazy. Okay. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. What the hell? I, I'm sorry. I'm, it's fine. Nerds are probably listening to this. They've got that. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hitchhikers. <laughs> it doesn't... My as worried as I am about John dying again, it doesn't really make much sense for him to die again. Right. It's like, what was, what was the point of you coming back if you're just going to die again? Because he didn't really do all that well, much it, it, this it, season. And I guess if something terrible does happen at the Battle of the Bastards, then we're pretty much just done with the Starks. What right. I do love is that all the positivity this season has led to mass paranoia where everyone is truly convinced that like everything is going to go horribly wrong on Sunday. I like that. <laughs> yeah. All right, we got another email um, from Colin. I was just wondering if you guys think Game of Thrones got soft or if George R. R. Martin finally got laid. We used to always see people get offed, but now not so much. We never saw Stannis die, never saw Hodor, Hodor die, never saw the Waif die, never saw the Blackfish die. Just seems like the show changed. So Colin thinks George R. R. Martin finally got laid, stopped killing off all the good characters that everyone loves, and stopped showing death scenes. We've still seen plenty of death. Yeah, based on the hound mutilating like six people <laughs> on screen last week, I'm not sure that those all tie together. You, you, it's a good point. We have not seen a major character die, die this season. Right. Right. I mean, we will. We but that's, will. Yeah, we that's will. That's coming. Yeah, somebody's getting got, for sure. 
so what I guess let's that's that's it for the emails. So let's spend a few minutes on what we think is going to happen this week, this Sunday. Barrett, you're fully convinced that it's going to turn out bad for the Starks. I I just I don't know. I really don't know. I I think I think it's going to look bad for them, and then I think that Littlefinger and the Knights of the Vale will show up at the right time. Littlefinger has just never struck me as and a hero, but right, and I that would be that would be full hero. It would be a, ch- a definite. Like, here is the thing: I am waiting to see how after him and Sansa had that meeting where she basically bitches him and is like, "Dude, why would I trust you or ever listen to you again? You gave me to a monster." Um, I am wondering if maybe he has had some type of change of heart. Or feels indebted to her. Yeah. But that's the question. My question is, is he even capable of that? Or is everything about the climb, like you said? Like, I don't know if there's any bit of him that has empathy or or, or sympathy or any feelings for any other character except himself. I think, I think that he thinks that if he comes, saves the day, and helps, that he will somehow end up as Lord of Winterfell married to Sansa. That just seems like a stretch. Okay, look. If we lose the Wildlings and we lose Tormund and we lose Jon and we lose Davos, that's the front line for the battle yeah. against the White Walkers. Like, if if something terrible goes... If something terrible happens to that army, basically, then then what's the point of even continuing the White Walker army storyline? Like, they're just going to come in and destroy everybody because right. nobody else really gives a shit yet. Right. Right. So in that, I mean, thinking we, of it in that uh, way, we, they we can't all die. Right. I agree. I yeah. don't think everybody. We know the we know the uh, brotherhood is headed up north with mm-hmm. the hound, with the hound, Beric and Thoros. I mean, they where could are be they? Like how? Like do we know? Somewhere. Random. No, we don't know where the hound was. I mean, when it's he was nice at that commune, there, though. I read. Yeah, a, I read. Looked, a sp- it seemed warm. I read a yeah. speculation of where he was. I think that they were around the Riverlands. Okay. So okay. sort of close Maybe to a River Run. South of there, probably, because the Riverlands look pretty shitty weather. Mm. Yeah. Maybe slightly south. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't. Veronica, do you have any any prediction you want to throw out for Sunday, or the remainder of the season, whatever? Like, no. I mean, nothing that we haven't really discussed before. I feel like Cersei is gonna set the whole town on fire, mm-hmm. the whole yep. city, by accident. I think, like we said, she's going to just try to, like, murder up all the faith and, like, accidentally burn everything to the ground. Uh, although, when the... I feel like it's supposed to just have burned by the time Daenerys gets there. Yeah. Don't you think? Mm-hmm. I don't know. So it looks I'm not freshly putting, burned at that point. I'm not putting a lot of stock in that vision that she had. Really? No. I've... I feel like I believe in every vision. Why would they show it if it's not th- going to happen? I think the vision could very well mean that the throne room and, and much of King's Landing gets burnt to the ground. I don't mm. think it means like Daenerys is going to roll in right after and see like ashes falling. Ma- like maybe remember how we were talking about like what the hell is Daenerys going to do when she gets over there with a bunch right. of Dothraki and right. like, you're just going to take over and then right, make your sure. horse warlords fit into this prim culture. Yeah. Maybe maybe Ross is right. Maybe the shit has officially hit the fan in King's Landing by the time she gets over there. 
There's nothing to rule. And then her only choice is to confront the the real war, the the winter right. war. And right. yeah, also people say that that could be snow and not ash, so that's possible. People, man. I mean, it doesn't theories. People in theory. It's not clear if it's snow or ash. No, I, I know it's think. not. Um, so, I don't know. I still think that's going to happen. I, th- I think, I mean, some wildfire shit has to go down. Um, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of... I think the Starks are going to win this battle, but I don't know, like... I don't think they'll, like, fully win as, like, much as we want them to win. Like, I feel like Ramsey could still be alive at the end of it. Or, you know... What I'm hoping for is that Stark victory... But the only way to keep some neg- negativity in there is Rickon is lost. Oh, Rickon's mm-hmm. like, who even gives a fuck about Rickon? Like, <laughs> well, I think that's their play. I think because, I mean, if, if it's just that, hey, everything ends up great. Starks totally win this battle. And, mm-hmm. and look, Ramsey's finally dead. He was so terrible. I mean, perhaps. That's way too like, good to be true. Yeah, that doesn't, that doesn't sound like Most of their army, will, like their resources will be depleted. But I, I feel like the, I feel like Sansa and John are going to live. And that's all I really care about. Hmm. But I, I keep going back to Barrett's point. If all these people, if they lose this army and all these wildlings and all these people die, then what? The whole world's fucked anyway. None right. of this matters because they're the only people who knew about the White Walkers. Maybe the that's impending. the point. Maybe the point is that <laughs> the whole world is fucked anyway. Maybe. All right, that's it for today. Uh, subscribe to our other podcasts, Touching Base with Postgrad Problems and the Inside TFM podcast. Um, I'm Ross Bolin. You can follow me on all social media at WR Bolin. Barrett Dudley, you can follow at Barrett Dudley. Yep. And Veronica Ruck, you can follow at Veronica Ruck. R-U-C-K-H. That's gr- I like that all three of us have our... Uh, We're just keeping it simple, man. Just got our personal brands yeah, just nailed yeah. down. <laughs> Thanks for sending in all your emails. Continue sending them in to clamsandcockles at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at clamsandcockles. Spelled out, both of those, clams and cockles. Um, give us a rating on iTunes, five stars, leave a review, tell your friends who don't who uh, watch Game of Thrones to listen to the show. And enjoy Sunday's episode. I will be gone next week out of the uh, state. So Barrett and Veronica will be running the show with some special guests. Um, I'm gonna miss you guys, but I'll be I'll be out, and I'll see you next Thursday. Bye.